Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show, Video Line Express on um, Block Talk Radio. I'm your host, Frankie San. Anyway, um, this is kind of a, kind of a, uh, it's a new show for Halloween, but it's kind of a redux. Uh, what happened last time? That was like a total disaster. Well, long story short, because I got so much to cover, uh, I was on standby, and I waited all afternoon for a phone call. I decided, let me go ahead and do the show. Then I finally got the phone call on doing the show. And if I didn't take the phone call, I would have lost my spot. And if you did hear that show in the middle, I got a call from the casting agency. You heard me. Uh, they said, this is going to be your number. I was uh, number 56 or something like that. Uh, instead of going by my name, Frank, they'll go, okay, you're number uh, 56. So when they call you, you say, yeah, I'm number 56, Frank. And then they give you two numbers. One is for the um, what, what kind of wardrobe you should be wearing. And then the second number is when the location where you're supposed to show up. If I didn't take that phone call, I wouldn't have worked with James Franco. He's doing uh, a show called The Deuce. The Deuce is a nickname for 42nd Street, Times Square, back in the 70s. I grew up with that. So being on this kind of show uh, you know, brings back a lot of memories. Um, and he's a executive producer and starring in it. And I was in a scene. It was, you know, a lot of extras were in the scene walking up and down the street. But we had scenes with James Franco, Academy Award nominee. And um, talk about Halloween. Uh, it's funny because I was watching a movie um, that he did uh, a couple years ago called This Is The End, which is kind of fitting for Halloween, ain't it? And that's with his friends, uh, Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Danny McBride, Craig Robinson, whose show got canceled, uh, Cammy, Emma Watson, and Rihanna. And it's about the, the end of the world. Pretty, pretty funny, um, which I definitely recommend. I, I got the Blu-ray. That's how much I love this movie and the world kind of stuff, demons and all that. Um, so people say, okay, so you have to take the phone call, but why not redo the show? To do, to do Black Talk Radio for free, okay, because people are asking me about, you know, I'm kind of interested in a casting background. That episode is going to be done in about a week or two. Like next week, I'm going to have a three-day shoot, 12 hours, back-to-back, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, on this show called The Deuce. Uh, it's been a long time since – well, it's kind of a treat that I actually got um, a spot on a, uh, on a show, movie, TV show, whatever you want to call it, that I would, I would appear more than once. Usually, okay, one day I did um, uh, elementary. Uh, then the next coming week, I did Shades of Blue elementary with um, – Lucy Liu, um, 
Shades of Blue, Ray Liotta, Jennifer Lopez. Got, I got to see Ray Liotta. I didn't see Jennifer Lopez. Then the week after that, I was supposed to be True Blood, Blue Bloods, but then the thing got canceled, etc. So this is the first time I actually having more than uh, more than one appearance uh, on one particular show. I got multiple appearances on the show. But getting to the point is uh, – because I'm going to be talking about that on another show, how to become a background actor. Now, people are actually saying, hey, I like to do my own show. Well, here you go. Black Talk Radio, what happens is it's free, except from 7 to 11. I was out all day, magic run home. I said, I got to do this show in a can because I was waiting for the phone call. I have my cell phone and my smartphone, two numbers that can get in touch with me, nothing. I said, well, frigging, let me go home and do the damn show. After 7 p.m., you have to pay $39.99 per month. That's why I had to do the show before 7 p.m. That is the deadline where I can do a half-hour show for free. So that's what happened with that. Anyway, now the announcement is, um, and I couldn't do it the next day because I had to go in the studio and everything. And that's been the problem uh, for the next three weeks that I'm, I'm doing multiple shows going back and forth. Anyway, we have two more shows. Um, we're going live on Manhattan Neighborhood Network, October 24th. And the last show, the James Bond weekend, November 7th, okay? Now, Black Talk Radio is going to continue. Uh, Mark is going to join me on the other uh, radio show. But are you gonna, we're going to do repeats for Eminem for the winter. So we're going to miss you and Star Wars? Nope. I just did a little test run. Because we had to decide which format we're going to be. Um, we're going to need to use. Long story short, YouTube. I just did a test run. If you go to YouTube, I'll, I'll, um, a channel, a Video Land Express channel on YouTube. It's playing right now. It's a two-minute uh, demo. Uh, I just, and, you know, me and my, my glasses and my T-shirt, put the headphones on. Hi, this is just a demo. And so you can look at the demo. I did it uh, about, I don't know, an hour ago. And um, that's what's going to be going live from Puerto Rico. Uh, so that's why I'm heading down uh, to the wintertime. That's why I'm trying to do all these different projects, finish up, and then pick up when I land in Puerto Rico November 17th, okay? So that's the big announcement. These shows are going to continue. When we do with Eminem, we actually go live on Saturdays at 5 p.m. This over here gives me the freedom. I can do the show whenever the hell I feel like. Black Talk Radio will be in the afternoon, so we're doing the week. At the end of the week, when all the news have been out, or a brand new movie comes out like a Friday, Saturday, I do a review, and it will be on YouTube. Uh, it'll probably be like a 25, 30-minute show. So, video nice for us to continue with brand new shows on YouTube, on our YouTube channel called Video Land Express. That's it. That's the big announcement. Anyway, so I just wanted to get that out of the way. Now, what happened to the music uh, channel? That had, that had to be postponed because all these other projects I'm doing. Like I said, this is the first time I've been on uh, movie slash cable special slash HBO show slash whatever you want to call it that I'm actually doing multiple days. Usually you do a show once a week, uh, another show over there, another show next week, two weeks, three weeks. This is the first time I had multiple dates on one show. Since then, what has happened? Well, Halloween is around the corner. I don't know if I'll be able to do Halloween show. Uh, like I said, I'm working most of next week, so I figured let me do a Halloween show this week, which is kind of, kind of appropriate because that's right, the Cubs lost. Back to the future. The Cubs win the World Series. Didn't happen. They got their ass kicked by the Mets. Let's go, Mets. Uh, that was kind of interesting. And now that's really going to go down in history as people consider Back to the Future the old-time time travel movie. 
no pun intended, the ultimate time travel movie, which I do. I really consider time, the ultimate time travel movie. Uh, if anybody had did time travel really good, I would have given it to Star Trek. And there's so many time travel movies. On my website, I got a list, um, my actual website. If you want to get to the YouTube page, um, I got listed right now, my, uh, little, my blog page. That's listed in a category of Black Talk Radio page. Um, I'm celebrating. It says celebrating the anniversary of Back to the Future and Rocky Howard Show news on Star Wars, etc. And there's a link of VideoLandExpress.blogspot.com. You go there. There's a. You see the giant logo saying Video Land Express. That is the website. Website usually uh, update two times a month. You go to the website and there's a link to the my, to my Facebook because, because I'll be posting pictures after I do the shows. There'll be the brand new pictures that I post on my Flickr. All my Facebook page, and there's a link there. Uh, there's a bunch of links, and there's a link to our, our YouTube channel. Uh, it says Video Land Express. And, another, and I did say there's a, another YouTube channel, which is featuring our music between me and Steve, another partner, my musical partner. That's the one that's been postponed. Anyway, going back to all this, um, back to the future. Okay, I also posted pictures of uh, DeLoreans. The DeLorean, the call of the DeLorean posted on on the Flickr page, okay? And I posted a picture of that. One, I took one of the pictures. That was uh, taken about two years ago. Everybody knows that uh, one of the cars, there was a couple cars built, uh, only three lasted, two in museums, and one actually goes on tour for Michael J. Fox Foundation. You saw him on Jimmy Kimmel when the doc and... Um, and my, uh, yeah, uh, Michael J. Fox in the Dark Show and, and the Kimmel Show. That is the car that goes to, on different tours all around the country. It goes to different states on behalf of his um, of his charity. Um, and then, of course, he announced he had those sneakers, finally. That came true. And, of course, that's, uh, that's also for charity, and you can only buy, well, I think they go for a couple hundred dollars. Or, uh, well, it's, uh, it's not mass-produced. Whoever can afford it can buy it. It's kind of more like a collector's item. But going back to Back to the Future, which I think is the ultimate time travel movie, uh, that's the funniest thing that the Cubs got their ass kicked. And now from now on, anybody refers Back to the Future, oh, yeah, the Cubs uh, won the World Series. Yeah, that's when they got their ass kicked for straight by the Mets. Oh, boy, I feel, I feel sorry for that team. Man. That's how they're going to go down in history, thanks, thanks to that movie. Now, the other anniversary is the Rocky Howard Picture Show. Again, back in the 70s. Um, uh, because the last time I ended the show, the last show, I ended with The Walk. Uh, by the guy going for Le Petit. I'll come back to the second. Let me uh, hit the Rocky Howard Show. All, all this had to do with the 70s and 80s. But the Rocky Howard Show, if we, you ever went, it was um, the A Street Playhouse. It started in Waverly Theater in the village, and then it moved to the A Street Playhouse. And that's where fans would talk to, back to the movie. Um, a lot of great songs. Uh, brings back a lot of uh, memories about the 70s. Of course, Susan Sarandon and the Barra, who can beat that? Anyway, they got a brand new um, live show that was done in England. And Richard O'Brien made a cameo. Richard O'Brien, he, he wrote the movie, he wrote the songs, he composed everything, the soundtrack and everything. Guy's a genius, I think. Um, and he kind of retired after that. I mean, how, how can you top that, you know? But um, this new show um, with a brand new cast, uh, I don't know who Frank Porter is. Uh, of course, he's uh, English stage. And it's playing on BBC America right now. 
uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, 2015. I guess you look it up Netflix or you actually go to your uh, cable channels, BBC America. That was interesting. What they did with it, they kind of extended it. There's a brand new song in there, and they extended it with giving more modern dialogue. Like Dr. Scott, he talks about UFOs, which was not an original dialogue. You get that, you're finding, you find out that UFO surprise at the very end. We're going back to the planet Transylvania. Um, um, and the other thing I wanted to add to it, uh, I forgot her full name. That's right, Laverne from Orange is a New Black. Black, excuse me. And they're going to redo the show. Um, they're going to have a brand new Broadway cast, and um, she's going to be in it for 2016. It's going to come out on Broadway for 2016. I got that. I got those links from Variety and Hollywood Magazine, Hollywood Reporter, Variety Magazine. I got those links in the past week. I think it's Wednesday or Thursday I posted those particular links if you still want to read more into it. My blog is this, – this show is kind of an extension of the blog page. I put the links, and we're, we're talking about it right now. Anyway, Laverne from Orange is the New Black, she's going to play um, Frankfurter, which is kind of appropriate because the character is from Transylvania, transsexual Transylvania. Okay. Um, back then, it was kind of kinky and uh, a little uh, filmmaking 101 in the business night. They opened it in kind of um, small theaters, testing it out. And the Fox executives, the audience is not getting this. Pull the plug. They should have opened it in New York, okay? Uh, because it has like a lot of different themes, gay themes, bisexual themes, transsexual themes. The movie was just way, way ahead of time. It found an audience, and after so many years, a movie that only cost $1 million to make, it made $100 million. Again, studio stupidity at its best, Okay. <laughs> You heard about they're going to spend $500 million on Justice League. They're going to spend $500 million on uh, Batman versus Superman. This is ridiculous. Um, the Avengers, Infinity Wars, part one and two, all together is going to come up to almost a billion dollars. Why are they wasting so much money on superheroes? Uh, Jurassic World is my favorite movie of the year, $150 million. And a lot of it was filmed on location. I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, Rocky uh, Howard Picture Show celebrating 40-year anniversary. What's the other thing? Now, last year I ended with the walk. What happened with that? Okay, I worked in the World Trade Center, um, and somebody passed away that we knew from MNN. She was an engineer, uh, Victoria, and she passed away. I can tell you this what happened. People still feel the effects of 9-11. I looked at it and brought back a lot of memories. So that's why Mary Ella was a little bit sentimental, but I still give it a four, a four out of five technically. Um, and that ending was really, I, I tell you something, I really got nervous at the end when he's walking the wire. That's why I love the movie. I, I said, okay, look, I know the story. I looked at my window. I remember my window faced the World Trade Center. And I remember a little piece of wire going to the World Trade Center and something going back and forth. He looked like a micro dot from, the, from my view, uh, point of view, but he was on that rope. And I remember that, uh, that day, it's like, I'm, I'm talking to my parents, and my parents said, look at that, there's somebody up on a rope there. I said, well, that's crazy. So it brought back a lot of memories. I worked in there. Um, uh, I worked in the Bank, the bank of California, and I worked there for a lot of years. And then, uh, what you call it, um, other jobs I had, and I delivered to that building before I even worked for the Bank of California. And then on that fateful day, we knew somebody who worked at the studio, and she was there helping somebody out, and she lost her life there. Okay, so the movie brings back a lot of memories. Again, something for the 70s. But technically, the film is very well done, and especially for the ending, because, okay, I know the guy crossed the wire, 
and he lived okay. And but when you see him walking the wire and he sits down on the wire, let me tell you, I felt the got nervous, believe it or not. Okay, and, and for a film to do that for me, and, you know, to really get into it and then really to follow. But the best, the other best part I love about the movie was. Uh, I'm sounding like I'm promoting it. The movie died at the box office. People just did not like the idea celebrating one guy who worked the buildings when so many lives were lost, and that's why the movie tanked. But in the middle of the movie, like Ant-Man and Marvel, what Marvel does, they, they try to compare it to something else. Ant-Man was about a heist, not about a superhero, uh, the underlying theme. Well, this was kind of like a, uh, a bank job. What they were doing was, let's let's first have a knowing Philippines and friends, and France, they said, "Listen, I'm going to New York. This is this is the um, the, um, the buildings I'm gonna I'm gonna walk the wire, the tide wire, the tide rope, should I say?" So what happened? It took him a couple months. When he came in, I had it took a couple months trying to find people to help him out. So it became like a bank heist. How are we gonna pull this off? We have to do this secretly. And then finally, see them in the middle of the night setting up the cable wires for him to. The, so it it was almost like a bank heist, kind of a bank job. Um, kind of a movie. That part was very interesting. So altogether, it was interesting. It died out, and some other movies. Well, I don't know. Uh, they make a lot of money, then even worth it. Okay, next, The Force Awakens. Where's Luke? And Leia has a new hairstyle. We're gonna be talking more about it on the live shows, and then um, I'm gonna be celebrating uh, The Force on a, another show, probably on YouTube, because I got so much stuff that I collected over the years. I can't bring them on the show. So YouTube's going to give me a chance. All the stuff that I got in boxes, I'm going to pull them out. I actually found a paint-by-numbers that somebody gave me uh, that came from the 70s, okay? Um, I still got an original hand puppet of Yoda. And inside the copyright trademark, it says what... Uh, uh, what, what date? Uh, uh, 2002 or something like that? Whenever, whenever um, Empire Jedi came out. Anyway, it's been that long, folks. Uh, so I'm going to be showing more of that stuff. So that's what I'm going to be talking about, uh, Star Wars. That will be uh, one of the main YouTube specials. It's going to be one of the first or second episodes. I'm going to be concentrating on that because I got a lot of stuff over here. And then when the movie comes out, I'll be doing another episode because I got I sent more stuff down, um, stuff that I collected since 1977 when the movie, uh, the original Star Wars came out before it was called A New Hope Part 4. Yes, I got original stuff. Um, so I got a lot of stuff in Puerto Rico and um, at the family house. So that's all going to be a visual presentation on YouTube. So I'll be talking more, more about Star Wars there. I don't think uh, I'm sure sliding it, but I'm really looking forward to it. Three generations, four generations, same thing like James Bond. Four generations, we're all looking forward to Spectre. Um, Okay, next. Um, now, I, last week I talked about the, the Blu-rays, and I said about Furious 7. Um, yes, they burned a lot of uh, 200 cars. They burnt out. The crash, but a lot of it was uh, was helped with CG. Mad Max, very, very few shots of CG, and a lot of it was built uh, on location. The cars were built on location. They were filmed. What they did was they used a technique called compositing. And basically, he said, here's one car getting one of the smaller cars. Uh, one, I think one was uh, was kind of shaped like a Volkswagen. That got blown up. Another car, like a Mustang, that got blown up. And you see the big giant oil rig, the big tanker, the big 18-wheeler, that blows up. And they that was all real. Technically, that was all real. No fake explosions, no CG explosions, none. It was all real. But they were um, filmed separate 
I say, uh, they were filmed separately just to protect the stunt people. If all three cars blew up, there would be a lot of body damage, okay, you could say. So George Miller, what he did was he filmed everything separately, and then he put it together as compositing, very few CG, okay? Um, the thing that got to me, Fury 7, is about Paul Walker. I did mention that there's only two, two mentions. James wanted to talk about blowing up the house and, and the memories for the, for the audience and everything. They don't mention that the last third of the movie was filmed in L.A., and they had to use a stunt double because when Paul Walker came, came back from overseas, he died in a, a car crash. So when the house blows up, that's his brother. Okay, in other shots, his face is is being composited on on, on other uh, stunt people. Okay, and there's hardly no mention. Now, again, I have um, a link on my blog site. It has uh, from Variety magazine, and it talked to the people. There was over 250 shots with Paul Walker. That was not included when the house blows up. James Wan said, "Oh, it's a shame about the house blowing up." He doesn't. He has no mention about. Oh, by the way, the guy there—that's his brother—and uh, the rest of the scene was done with the stuntman. He doesn't mention that. Holly, no mention about Paul Walker on the Blu-ray disc. And now, a Variety magazine did interviews with the guys there, and they said, "Well, 250 shots were composited to replace Paul Walker. He's using two of his brothers' stuntman with a face on it." Why was that that not on the disc? Is surprising me. You know, it kind of surprised me. Same thing, Jurassic World. Loved the movie. Only one hour of feature. It's disappointing, but it was on sale for 19.99. What can I say? And uh, what you call it? And no commentary. But they do a pretty good job. And the, the there was a couple of things I liked about it. One was the guys who played the Raptors. They they wore simple outfits. Not like Marvel, where they had, they had all these dots. You know, and, they, and these wireframes, like a, like a headphone set and all that. Jurassic World uh, did did away with all that, okay? And that woman who got uh, the babysitter, she got sucked up by the birds, and then, and then she got swallowed by the sh- uh, giant shark. All that, believe it or not, she was on a crane. They used a lot of cranes in, in this shot, in uh, Jurassic World. And she actually had a harness, and they, they scooped her up. And it's interesting the way they did it, because she's in the middle of the scene, the scene was all filmed live right there, no CG. So what uh, she's, you know, she's trying to get to the kids. The camera pans to the kids and the pans her. When the camera pulled away from her, I forget the actress name, and the babysitter, let's just say the babysitter, they put a harness on her, then the camera went back to her and the crane pulled her up so it looked like she's going up in the air by, by the bird because the bird was CG. But that was all in, uh, all in the house. And then when she gets dumped in the tank, that's a giant water tank that she got dumped into. And you see her going down under, and you see the scuba divers make sure she doesn't drown. Again, with the crane shot. So that was very interesting. And to the point where it was filmed in little, little, little New Orleans <laughs> and Hawaii, which the first uh, Jurassic Park was filmed at. So that was a lot of good trivia there, uh, which I found uh, kind of interesting. Um, there was another little tidbit I wanted to mention. Um, yeah, a dedication to Stan Wilson, uh, the dying brontosaurus. Uh, I think they call it Apatosaurus. It's related to the Brontosaurus, the long neck. And that was a tribute to Stan Wilson. And, of course, Phil Tibbet was there talking about the stop motion and how they, they improved on that. And, of course, um, when the birds attacked, that was actual, uh, in New Orleans, that was an actual Six Flags amusement park, and they reconverted it. Um, and, of course, they talk about Jimmy Buffett doing the cameo. We remember the guy who grabs his drink, <laughs> Margaritaville. Okay, that was Jimmy Buffett cameo. And any given day, there was a thousand extras on the set. I know what that feels like because I am a, I'm an extra. I'm a background actor. Okay, 
So everything's a one-hour features. It's, it, this film is a, still a lot of fun. Okay, uh, let me see what else I can squeeze in here. Um, okay, uh, any movie reviews? Okay, I didn't see Goosebump. I did see Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks. Okay, uh, they're talking about Academy Awards, Best Picture, Best Writing, Best Acting. The film was really good. It was really, really interesting. But it was not a, it's not a picture that I would see twice. Okay. Uh, but then again, I'm a big kid at heart. I love dinosaurs. So I've seen Jurassic, uh, Jurassic World about three times in the theaters, and now I've got the Blu-ray. And I know a lot of people who did not see it. Uh, families, family and friends in Puerto Rico haven't seen it. So I'll probably be seeing this about three, four more times by the time I'm done. But um, Spies, I definitely recommend it. Uh, a solid 45. But the topic is about the Cold War, which is a little bit about the, the history um, back then. I'd be into that. If you like Tom Hanks, you know, like the subject, uh, it's more a chit-chat movie. And there's really no action in there. It's more of a kind of suspense. Uh, you know the movie ends on a good note. Um, I definitely recommend it on Redbox or Netflix. I know a lot of you are just looking forward to James Bond and Star Wars. I mean, any other picture comes out. Hunger Games, I don't care what anybody says. They're trying to push that movie. Nobody cares. James Bond is just going to be a time filler until we get to Star Wars. Hunger Games is just going to get lost in the mix. It's, you know, people are going to come out and say, eh, good, movie's over. Fran- Goodbye, franchise. Adios. Um, like I said, uh, the, whole thing, the only thing about James Bond is that damn song. And people ask me, is there any connection you saw the video. There was a like supposedly it's a line. It's not really a line. Is the writings on the wall? He sees his name. I guess all the um, um you know this um, memorial thing, and his name is attached to somebody writes his name on the memorial with all, all these other people who passed on. Anyway, um, but th- there is a motif in there because they they you know um. Um, was Sam Jones or Sam Smith? I keep forgetting. But anyway. Um, you know, me and my names, I keep forgetting, but they were very clever. Like the, you see the, you hear the orchestra at the very beginning of the song and then the rest of the song doesn't mix. It's kind of like, you know, he does for a sphere, kind of drags, you know, uh, there is a motif buried it in there. And that has to do with the, uh, the James Bond. Dun, 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 It's buried in there in the chord and the bass line. I'm going to do another show. On that, I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm gonna do a show with my favorite James Bond movie stunts, girls, gizmos, and all that. Anyway, and I will show you on the YouTube site. I'm gonna have my keyboard out, my piano, electric piano, organ. I'm not too sure, but also have my guitar, and I'm gonna show you a couple motifs. I'm physically gonna pull out the instruments. I'll move the camera a little bit, and you can see me um, playing bits and pieces of song. Now, I'm gonna give you bits and pieces only because of copyright. I cannot play the whole song. Or the show does not go. YouTube is like that. They're really anal. You know, I, I can go. Okay, fine. But if I actually start playing the song, they pull the plug. Can't help it. But I explain more on that. I'm really looking forward to YouTube because you're going to actually, instead of hearing me, you're going to see me. And it's going to be really, people like the idea that I pull out the DVDs, I, I bring books, uh, I show magazines uh, to Villain Express. I like to show more because all that stuff gets heavy after a while, dragging that around. 
now YouTube's going to give me that chance. Uh, be you know, be for my little studio, my apartment in the city, and I'm going to show you all this stuff. And I play my instruments, and I'll be able to show you and give you examples and stuff like that. And eventually, the music show also will have that. Where I'll, I'll be playing all original live music on that. So that's coming down, um, down the point. So, um, <clears throat> anything? Okay, I got two minutes left. Let me see. I'm going over my list. I managed to cover everything here, I believe. Yes. Um, let me see. Uh, what's the other deadline? Boom, 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 boom. Um, real quick, I'm going to do a, a best and worst of Godzilla, including the movie that was never meant to be. Now, I mentioned the World Trade Center, and I forgot to mention this at the last show. I did mention the walk. Gordon Levitt uh, Summers, I believe. I keep getting tongue-tied with his name. But anyway, I think he's an excellent actor. Um <clears throat> But uh, again, with the World Trade Center, there was, um, um, but the guys who wrote the original Pirates of the Caribbean, Ted Rossio, Elliot something, I forget the names, they wrote a spec script, actually a complete script, Godzilla versus the Griffin, right? And this is where a creature, uh, remember the, uh, Godzilla fans, Space Godzilla, it was made from cells, from the Biolanta, from the giant plant. Anyway, uh, this is a, a a creature from outer space, uh, same thing like Transformers. We wrote Transformers with an alien species, but to connect with the planet Earth, they had, they mashed up with trucks, cars, helicopters. Okay, they couldn't they couldn't survive as an uh, as an alien life form on this planet, so they attached themselves to uh, car equipment and trucks, you know, and, and stuff of that nature. Okay, well this creature was the same way, but it adapted to animals. So I had wings of an eagle, uh, a body of a lion, uh, I think uh, the nose of a, um, uh, like a vulture, head of a vulture, whatever. Godzilla fights him by the World Trade Center. And the griffin kicks the shit out of, uh, of Godzilla. And then eventually the fight at the base of uh, Empire State Building. Uh, the script is available online. Steve Rifle. Steve Rifle uh, does a lot of uh, reviews on DVD talk. He uh, he does a couple of commentaries on the Godzilla package, which I will go, will go more into. He wrote a book. The book is since continued. It costs about $200 on Amazon.com. I'll get more into it. So that was my little reference point of World Trade Center. Okay, that's the end of the show, everybody. I'll be going out in 15 seconds. Thanks for listening. Go to the blog, Video Line Express blog. If you can't find any of this, just go to Google search. Google is real nice to me, I got to admit. Type in Video Land Space Express. It will take you to the blog, to the website, and it will take you to everything else I'm doing. Um, basically, the the website, the blog, and to our YouTube channel, Video Land Express, where you get the demo playing right now. Everybody, thanks for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.